Hi, I'm James, and I've loved Seinfeld since the 90s. Hello, I'm Steve. I gave Seinfeld a miss the first time round, but it could be really very nice and good. And together we're watching every episode, recording our own commentary track, in the show that we like to call... Hello, Newman. Yeah, go on then. I've done it. There you go. Should probably uh, get rid of this. I was looking at who was I looking at? Phil. I was looking at Phil. Four. Yeah. I like to get my Phil of Phil Mitchell. Phil Mitchell. Yeah. Whatever happened to him, mate? Um, I'm really disorganised, Steve, because I haven't got my uh, haven't got my little book. I'm going to lean over and get my little book. Okay. okay. There it is. There's my little book. I've got my little book with all my little book. I've got my little black book with my poems in. <laughs> so I'll get that right. And there we are. Brilliant. Now I know where we are now. Yeah, I've got, on. got my notes here. Yeah. This is all very organised. It is, isn't it? And this is probably going to be the best show we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, so, One of the last ever. Hello, yeah. Newman. <laughs> so, so without further ado, welcome to Hello, Newman. Uh, this is uh, episode 79. I shouldn't look away from the mic. Uh, uh, we're, we're going to be watching, as we said, uh, uh, Hello Newman. This is uh, season five, episode sixteen. Yeah, the stand-in. It's good, isn't it? It is good. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, please do feel free to leave any comments, uh, positive or otherwise, on uh, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Not iTunes anymore, is it? It's Apple Podcasts. Depends what you're using, really. I mean, if you're still using iTunes on your desktop, mm. you know believing that pr- there's no such thing as progress, mm. um, then by all means, you could do it via iTunes. But yeah, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. I'm not convinced uh, there's any progress. I, I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary of late. <laughs> no. Anyway, no, but we'd be very grateful if you left a, uh, a review up there because apparently it's very good to do. Uh, I stifled a yawn then, and I have to say I apologise. Although uh, it'd have been quite good, I thought my uh, my voice all of a sudden was going to start doing a reversey guitar like uh, like from Tomorrow Never Knows, <laughs> which is quite exciting. Oh, where can you buy those reversey guitars from? They sound ever so good. <laughs> Australia, Australia. Do you want to buy a reversey guitar, mate? Right. Um, we are watching Seinfeld as we always do on uh, Amazon Prime mm. and we've got a big update haven't we in terms of um, <laughs> in terms of information that we've been giving you regarding Amazon Prime um, and for this up to the minute breaking news report I'd like to hand over to my colleague Steve Steve what's the breaking news with uh, episode 2 uh, sorry uh, season 2 of Seinfeld on Amazon Prime over to you thank you James there has been some uh, significant developments in uh, the Amazon and Seinfeld uh, adventure um, we had been previously reporting that season two uh, had been missing in action um, mm. for some significant amount of time, mm. um, somewhat exacerbated by um, a 200 plus day hiatus of this particular uh, podcast. Is that all? Yeah, not very much. Um, but um, in, in that period, um, at a time of which I cannot determine, unfortunately, my sources have not been particularly accurate in... Uh, in uh, uh, placing a particular point in time on any of that. But it it seems that what Amazon has done Mm. um, is to roll in the episodes of season two in with season one. 
So season one mm. of Seinfeld is no longer just five episodes mm. because it's taking season two. So unfortunately, it is quite misleading yeah. when you're looking at Seinfeld on Amazon Prime and it says seasons one, comma, three and all the rest of them. Two is there now, yeah, but under one. So go under figure um, and uh, I- I- enjoy that. That uh, could really confuse a stupid person. Which is why we were confused. <laughs> Evidently. Um, but uh, we're still watching on Amazon Prime. We haven't lost the faith yet. We haven't we haven't dove into my DVD collection. We don't actually have a device on which we could play a DVD and, and do this podcast. But, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> um, and as said, we're watching Season 5, Episode 16, The Stand-In. If you wish to uh, watch along, uh, I'm on Amazon Prime. At all the zeros. And I'm going to press play. Now. There we go. There he is. There he is. Americans hate the bus. Apparently so. I don't like... Uh, i tell you what I don't like about buses. Our buses have started to have uh, political advertisements on the back of them. Really? Yeah. Now, I, I you know, I, I'm not going to go into details in terms of who it is and, and what their political leaning is. It's UKIP, isn't it? It's not, actually. No. Oh, okay. Um, I don't like to see a politician on the back of the bus unless they've actually been reversed over by it. <laughs> but I is uh, 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 Jerry and George on the bus. Yeah. Written by Larry David. Yes. Yeah. You read during lunch? Now, so George has relationship troubles. He does. They they, they read and don't communicate. I, I, I made a note here. I said... Um, uh, the we read line mm. if this was uh, modern Seinfeld and if you're on Twitter I recommend following uh, modern Seinfeld I feel uh, that would be uh, we just spend all our time on our phones wouldn't it it would yeah yeah, yeah. on Facebook Instagram yeah various filthy mm-hmm. websites whatever yeah Grindr sure um, other other dating hookup sites I'm sure exist. I don't have very much time on my hands to look into these things. Mm. This guy's Al. They know him. We don't. Oh, Al, it's not Phil, is it, at all? No. Yeah. Well, it's, it, this way it gets confusing, because we see him, and then uh, another character who looks a bit like him... Yeah. ...arrives later on. Shouldn't that have been Phil, really? No. No? No. It's just, it's a weird drop-in, isn't it? A, a character... He just walks across and they're both very familiar with it. Yeah. And like, oh, hi, guy. But, I'm um, supposed to know you. Yeah, his name is uh, Andrew, Al. Andrew Exposition. Al Exposition. Yeah. I like how grimy uh, Jerry's apartment is looking now. Lived in, look. Yes, yeah, pleasing. So Fulton, he's in uh, hospital. He is, and he needs cheering up. He needs cheering up. Apparently, Jerry's the guy to do that because yeah. he can tell some jokes. That's right. He didn't mention George, though. I can't imagine his uh, Type 5 being any good. Ah, Kramer looking very cool there with his friend Mickey. Our hey, first. Mickey. Hey, Mickey. You're, you're so, so fine. fine. You're so fine. Yeah. You um, blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. I, I'd like to... One thing to, to look out for is you might, when seeing a little person in a 90s sitcom, think, oh, here we go. 22 minutes of laughing at a little person. I'd like to point out, actually... In context of the time this was recorded, very progressive way that Mickey, Mickey's character and Mickey's colleagues' characters 
they're handled. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're not they're not an object of fun at any point. They have their own life, don't they? You know, the jokes yeah. aren't at them. The comedy is created by them. It's good. And um he also uh, also allows us to learn what the correct term is for a little person here as well. Mm-hmm. Which I like an awful lot. I think they uh, like to be called uh, tinies. It dinks. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what they like to. I guess it depends uh, which school yeah. you went to. Oh, yeah. Oh, docks, mate. Yeah. I love that we get to see we get to see what what an incredibly menacing character he is as well. But he's Kramer's friend, and they are a stand-in um, for all my children. For all my children, which is and a, uh, Kramer's wearing his big boy shades because now he's got the big job. They are. <laughs> Kramer's done a big job. <laughs> Good boy. Now I I think I look alright in a pair of aviators, but I don't, I don't I don't know if those aviators suit suit Kramer. But yeah, Kramer persuading him because the boy has 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 grown, and he's just standing to uh, to buy a pair of lifts, which is a massive faux pas in the little person acting community. What do you think's wrong with him? Um, he's way beyond um his time he's he's obviously from about i don't know 1750 france do you think his surname is de, de, de richelieu he should have a big red velvety hat on nobody expects me to not laugh at jerry's quips yeah big big bag of uh fluid and a fluid machine so uh so he's having some fluid he's having some fluid nice it, they decided he looked pasty and required fluid. <laughs> That's a real thing. So um, uh, uh, Jerry was obviously, uh, you know, trying some material mm-hmm. to do with a siege on Leningrad. Yes. Need some, need some work. Well, I think the problem is uh, it's kind of timeless, but also at the same time you need a high level of education and most. Uh, True. Uh, most uh, standard comedy club punters are. Able to attain. Very, uh, so we meet Daphne. We do meet Daphne reading a paper. And George tries to engage her in a conversation about eggs. I um, I was thinking though, it's because you know she she clearly seems to be very detached. And I, at the time, I was thinking, is full detachment the only way to cope when having a um a relationship with George? Especially the re- reason that she she's able to to engage in the relationship is because she's fully detached from George and real life. <laughs> yeah, still don't know. It makes it, it, it makes me wonder, and it's not something that's ever really verbalised in the show. It's just like, how the hell did these two people meet and get together? Well, isn't isn't that the? I think every time that George has a partner, doesn't that question cross our minds? Nice uh, 90s print of uh, wobbly dancing people in the background there. There they are. Yeah, really grooving. And uh, we get um, a a nice little corny sitcom presentation. It's beautiful. I love that he's smoking a pipe. It's so beautifully anachronistic. (laughs) Although I have to say his bedroom looks far too non-traditional for the way the father... um, Although there is Apple Corner... (laughs) Well, I, I, believe it or not, Steve, I made a note, and uh, the question I was going to make uh, to you is, sir, oh, what's this, hold on, hold on, I know his name, I wrote it down. Yep. Uh, Porter. 
Does uh, Does he have a Mac? He has a Mac. He does. Yeah. Is it a good one for the time? I'm going to take a punt on it just being the one that used to be in Jerry's apartment oh. in previous seasons. That's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. He's got a Jerry Hamida. That's right. Nice dip with the docus there. That's good. Well, not only do we get to enjoy the corny presentation yeah. of a sitcom, but then we get to watch two people uh, act exactly the same scene very, mm. very poorly indeed. Yeah, but, but the, the, the way they're doing it poorly is kind of diametrically opposite to Mickey Mickey trying not one bit. Kramer trying... Way too hard. Way too much. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like that subtle little look from the floor manager there. Yeah, it's like, like you, you, you're so different so. about you. You taller, maybe? Oh, oh that was patronising. I think I need to go and re-educate myself. <laughs> it's, it's one of those questions you ask yourself. Am I patronising someone? Then the question you've got to ask is, is did you say ah when you saw them? And if you did, you're patronising them. I hadn't noticed um, on the first watch, but on the second watch in that mm. scene, Johnny is in the background watching on. So that was kind of fun, kind of noticing that the second time around, I didn't notice the first time. I like this. I, I like this. I like the way this whole world is sort of established very, very quickly. I, it, yeah. It's... You don't. You got the same ugly mug you had since the day I met you. Well, I don't know what it is, but I'll find out. He's on the case. Johnny's yeah. on the case, everyone. Yeah. He's no good, Johnny. I, I think he's no good. Although you could say that Mickey's no good because of... She's just sitting there and then he's been quite dishonest. Yeah. Kind kind of in denial of his own particular predicament. How oh, aren't we all? I like I like swaying away there. Yeah, I like seeing Jerry bombing. It's enjoyable. The pachyderm story. Would you? How would you feel about having a friend whose nickname was Pachyderm? Phil, that's Phil. That's Phil. That's Phil. We can tell because it's not Al. Um, yeah. it, how would I feel about uh, the, the whole Pachyderm thing? It would just make me think of um, Elephants on Parade, the song from Dumbo. Mm. There's a, a script moment here I'd like to point out in a second. Although, actually, the, the interchange between Jerry and George mm. on the buzzer is also something that's real. Fun. Oh, no, that's like, lovely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I looked up there from looking at my notes and sort of realised that what I've been doing is very quietly reading my notes. I'm sorry, Steve. I won't abandon you again. Would you see? I like. I quite like that. That if he was, uh, if he was a woman, he'd have an awful lot of sex. Uh, the, yes. Why not? Uh, somebody do. So yeah, Al. Al. Uh, Al's really sort of thrown a spanner in the works with with George and Daphne by yeah. him telling her the truth about George. Yeah, exactly. Deep down, he must know. And that's what's interesting about this exchange here. It's like George is one hundred percent fully aware that that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it has to be on his terms, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it can't be on anyone else's. He he doesn't want anybody else to be spilling the beans. So now, out of spite. He's going to have to double down yeah. on surviving Daphne, or a Daphne, as he keeps saying. Daphne. Why do you think he decides to get so so posh? Why do you think he decides to get so posh with that particular name? So this is a... They built a set for this scene. Yeah. 
Oh, Mickey. You're so fine. So you're so li- fine. Um, your locker's been broken into. And your lifts have been discovered. Uh, it's very boring. they called Uber. What? Oh no, this is the scene where where there's an interesting line. That <coughs> I wondered how it made it into the script. It just felt like it was something that was put there very purposely. When my friend Len Nicodemo had the gout, I moved into his hospital room for three days. The doctors were amazed at his recovery. So now we're going to be listening carefully yeah. for that line. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say he say he says uh, Kramer Kramer's talking about going to the hospital. And he says to what to, uh, towards what end? Not why. Towards what end? Oh. I like the thought that, especially that's Larry David. You know that that's a very li- deliberate turn of phrase. I wonder if it was some sort of in-joke. Well, but it could well have been. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it, it felt almost out of character. I love how violent Mickey is. This is great, though. Just yeah. The, just the two of them. Yeah. Oh, the physicality between the two characters is absolutely magic. I, um... I mean, you, you know, if you look hard, you can see what's happening in terms of the stage fighting, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, it it's so committed, especially, obviously, on Michael Richards' part. He was a very, very talented physical actor, isn't he? Just, you know, don't, don't get him to talk about race. Just, just one subject to avoid. So, so he's he's looking. He's look. He, he's he's standing in for all these kids. Do you think he knows Michael Jackson? Do you reckon Michael Jackson's had a little had a little pop at him? Goodness. Hi, um, hi, hi Mickey. I'm Michael Jackson. Oh my God. Would you like to come to my little Neverland Ranch? He's back with from me? the dead. Yeah. Jacko is here. Yeah, Shimon. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that um, Michael Jackson would ask him to shave the beard first. Please shave the beard off, please. Here we go. We yeah. got we, we got some, uh, some some car stuff happening now. Feels like a long time since we've been, we've had a two shot in a car, doesn't mm. it? Uh, late at night. No, and normally it's George trying to find a way to be asked up for coffee. Yep. Sex. The coffee is actually the sex. But he's turning. But in but in in, in, mm. in this particular situation, yeah. um, all of it is just reading. But that's how bad the character. That's how bad George wants out of this relationship. Is rather than going and having sex with this lady. Yep. He wants to go home to his parents' house. That's right. That's nuts. <laughs> Look, it feels like a long time since we've seen George's parents as well. I feel very short change. It's true. I do miss them. Mm. But, but they were apparently they've been talking about George moving in. Yeah, which is which ordinarily you'd think he'd be jumping at because he yeah. wouldn't live with his parents. Absolutely, except for this. Yeah. Do, do you reckon she, he hates her more than he hates himself, or he cannot possibly <laughs> hate anything more than himself? No. That's why George is my spirit animal. <laughs> so now let's go to another car. It's Al. It's Al Nietzsche. No, it's not Al Nietzsche. It's Phil. Phil Totola. That's it. I was, it was going to come yeah. to me in a minute because what I was going to do I was going well, to look, look down at my computer screen. <laughs> but you know. I, so Elaine now has um, much success telling mm. the, the, the pachyderm story. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be... Uh, I don't know if this is, 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 is reductive or misogynistic. 
Elaine looks beautiful. Doesn't she? Yeah. It's kind of the combination of the hair. The hair. And, and, and the, 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 the allure of mm. um, a pretty woman telling a really funny story. Yeah. I think. She has a real real glow about her. It's, uh, it's wonderful. And, you know, if, he, if he's being sensible, he's going to play it very cool here. Of course and, he was. Yeah. Cheeky look down yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny little, funny little noise. I don't know what that noise could have been. Oh, hello. Oh, there's definitely something down there. So, so here we are. Seinfeld again, a little bit ahead of the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, by some distance. I mean, he's he's pulling what I think we we'd call a a, a full CK. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's mid early mid nineties, and he's been quite rightly shamed for it. And I'm a little bit tongue in cheek, but I think it's worth remembering. But certainly in the UK, we're sort of starting to reach the zenith of toxic lad culture. Yeah. At the point this is written, you know, there's no social obligation to call men out on this stuff at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's still accepted that guys are a bit naughty and he's a boy, isn't he? But they're calling them out. And they're showing that that behaviour is unacceptable, which I think is one of the other things that I think attracted me to Seinfeld at the time is it is progressive. Maybe it doesn't feel it now. Mm. But certainly for the time, this was, you know, this taught me never to take my winkle out um, uh, unhindered, uh, un- unbidden uh, with a lady. Men, different different story. Sure. But, but yeah, it's good. Taught me how to be moral. I, I made a note that I thought I didn't think Phil was woke. I don't know if you think that's accurate or not. <laughs> I'll let you be the arbiter of that. Thank you. But yeah, this is 1994, isn't it? That, yeah. this, that this was made in. So uh, yeah, I mean, people are buying buying magazines like Loaded by the wheelbarrow full. Yeah, those kind of magazines were sort of in their really early stages, weren't they? They 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 probably mm. hit their real power like 97, 98 kind yeah. of mm. that time. But it's definitely on the way. I mean, we've already got Britpop kicking around at this mm. point. So, but anyway. He took it out. He took and it out. There, there is a, an awful lot of um, work with the um, efficient scripting oh, the, in this scene. That it is very much all in mm. um, the performance. Uh, you know, Jerry not so much because it takes. Mm. He he doesn't quite get it. But the way Elaine tells it, and then the way Kramer sells yeah. it as soon as she mentions it to him is really good. But also super believable, super in character. You believe that the characters would talk about. You know, and now George would talk about it like that. You know, they're sort of, they're not, you get the feeling that although they're maybe sometimes a little subversive, it's certainly not foul-mouthed. Oh, no. No, it's always Mm. very deftly handled, isn't it? Things that could otherwise be considered quite obscene. Absolutely. The Seinfeld has a really good way of being able to Mm. very respectfully and sensibly kind of play Mm. with words to put the image in your mind mm-hmm. but it's not something that's explicitly described or something you yeah. even see so if you look in the back that guy in the background's really enjoying his food yeah well that's good to see isn't it you know he's a grown boy and he should be eating a nice big meal now he's loving his drink too. yeah he's i'll have some time. more coffee he says it's delicious oh you're okay oh it's yeah that's a cheeky little yeah i think there might have been a little bit of a love connection going on there boy yeah there's your uh there's your d story so Jerry's Speaking of D stories, here's yeah. Phil. Yeah. Hey, got your D out, Phil. 
I like his plaid shirt though. Or is it gingham? Plaid, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that. So yeah, he's calling out the breastfeeding breastfeeding mother. Although to be fair, Steve, between you and me, I don't think that's a real baby and it is weird to breastfeed a doll in public. Mm, she might need the practice. I still wouldn't say anything, and I'd just very quietly observe from the side eye. Here we go. The big entrance. Yeah, he's he's going for it. He's brought his A game. <laughs> okay, just as we um we observe uh, Mickey's colleagues arriving on set here. Yeah. How many bloody kids were there in this show? Do you think? Um, there could have been quite a few, I guess. If, could, if, if some of the stories yeah. were like, you know, what's his face and his mates. That's true. This is very enjoyable. The rocks is a paper. And now that they know that yeah, Rock is the winner. Yeah, so it's just going to be Rock every single time. Hey, he's got such an attitude. He's so New York, isn't he? Yeah. He could not be more New York. I love Mickey. You would not mess with Mickey, would you? I, feel ba- I do feel bad for him here, though. Because it's not his fault. All he wanted to do was... He, all, he wanted, kids. Yeah, all he wanted to do was, in a very small way, no pun intended... Adjust his height to match that. Yes, yeah. but I like. I like again. I like this character. I like the fact that she's very strong and she's a powerful woman too. You know, mm-hmm. and it would have been so easy to make all of these little people figures of fun, be made. You know, made them ludicrous, but they haven't. They're all they're real people. You know, they're the. You know, Mickey feels like a pretty well developed character for a twenty-two minute sitcom. You know. He was a human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, with your oh. stupid hat. Oh, and she's ended up with his nemesis. This is a beautiful moment coming up here, though, isn't it? This is like, you know, <laughs> that's committing, isn't it? There's no map down there. That's fully committed. Now. Hey, this is working. I wonder whether they got this idea from the uh, story from the late 70s where it was reported that a man with a weak heart was watching an edition of The Goodies, the popular uh, comedy show of the 70s. Yeah. Died laughing. Really? Yeah. And I wonder if that uh, real-life event was inspired by the Monty Python funniest joke in the world sketch. Yes, could have been. Which would have happened probably about... Ten years before that. I really hope that guy who died laughing didn't double drop the funniest joke in the world along with the goodies, because that is going to be bloody deadly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. some way to go, huh? This is, there she is, Marjorie Flunch in the background there. Yes, she's, in, she's uh, working the till. Working that till. Hi, Daphne. She, um, she is going to be breaking up with him. Yeah. I love this though. I love George's reaction. It's beautiful. It's uh, almost understated. He does. He does such. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little punch. He do, he doesn't do a bad job of um, concealing his shit delight, does he? He was carrying pizzas, because that's what he does. Shall we watch episode 17? No, that's okay. We'll leave that for next week. <laughs> when um, 
we uh, we get to, well, no, no, little little uh, spoiler there. Courtney Cox Arquette next week. Really? Really. Flipping heck. Yeah, but she wasn't Arquette then. Steve. Uh, was she even dancing in the dark then? She had already danced in the dark. And danced in the dark. Danse, uh, danse le dark. Uh, Steve, that was season five, episode 15. No. I believe it was. That was season five, episode 16, I the stand in. See, I was paying attention. Oh, good lord. Uh, would you be so kind as to share your thoughts with us? No. Okay, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> just sometimes you just have to wonder, don't you? What would happen? Yeah. What would happen if I said no? I'd be straight in there, Steve. I think that's what. I'm... <laughs> yeah, this is. A, I think this is a good example of the of the quality of this season in terms of the mm-hmm. writing and performances and yeah. And just the feel of the show. It's funny. It's solid. It's good stuff. There's a kind of a nice, strong line in details in this. George with the Daphne versus Daphne. Mm. Um, The pachyderm story Mm -hmm. keeps surfacing throughout and ends up being, you know, a big punchline at the end as well, which is, you know, it's good to see that these things have good shelf life to them the uh the story of mickey and and his heightening something that doesn't necessarily seem to be that much of a no pun intended big deal but it connects very well to what's going on around kramer and it's just a nice little b story in itself there is actually as as we've seen quite a bit recently a really good threading of the various characters Mm -hmm. and their own stories um and you know in this one in particular they intersect quite nicely through jerry's apartment you know when they meet there which is yeah which is awesome which is what that set should be for really yeah i think if i was if if i was going to point to one thing as being this is like the the fun bit the strong part of this episode it's got to be kramer and mickey oh for sure just just you know kramer comes in mickey walks in and within seconds it's like you know everything about them they got great chemistry there is a very double act feel to them, actually, in Big terms, time. in terms of you know Kramer kind of doing some bossing around and the other one giving out and having the having a little fight in Jerry's apartment. And very, stuff. very different dynamic. dynamic. But, but very different dynamic mm. from uh, uh, Kramer and Newman, where yeah. Kramer, Kramer wears the big boy pants in that relationship, whereas it's Mickey. Here, Mickey seems to be the dominant. Yes member of this little double act so it's quite quite interesting seeing kramer have to be subordinate to someone's character in a manner of speaking there is there is definitely like some real value in you know not all the time but having kramer and friend yeah because depending on that friend you 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 see a you get to see a part of kramer that you wouldn't ordinarily see absolutely so that's you know that's that's pretty cool um, yeah, and Mickey, of course, we, we were talking about it during the episode, just like a really good little turn. Steady. Again, one of those, one of just one of those characters written for, you know, one particular episode, and they just knock it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Cast, casting is, is one of the real strengths yeah. of uh, yeah. at this point as well, though, isn't it? The, the, the people with the smaller parts are really well cast, well thought out, like Poppy last... Yes. Uh, was that last last week? Wasn't it? Yeah, it, so. yeah, yeah. The pie, yeah, it was. Mm. That's kind of it. It's it, mm-hmm. you know, it it. Like I said, it will be a good example that you could give in terms of 
how this season feels, how this yeah. season works. But uh, I, I can't, I can't imagine, you know, Seinfeld fans are putting that in their top ten or anything, for example. But I, yeah. you know, it, 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 if someone's, if you know, if someone said, um, what episode of season five of Seinfeld should I watch? You're probably thinking of like the marine biologist or something like for sure. that. Yeah. But this is, you know, this is maybe the second one you'd recommend, mm. but just because of, you know, this is a solid, reliable little mm-hmm. runner. Yeah. Um. It goes. It goes to show that even five and a half seasons in, yeah, Larry David can still turn out like a really good mm-hmm. Seinfeld story that that feels very much like the show feels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think actually, if you go to IMDb, I think that kind of reflects your view of this. Um, in a season where many of the episodes are getting ratings of eight or above, strangely, this one only gets a seven point nine. Which I'm just going to very quickly run through. I'm not sure if anything gets a rating quite as low as that, which is um, a surprise. Yeah, looking at IMDb, this is the lowest rated, the lowest lowest rated show of the season, mm. which I actually think is a little bit unfair. I think there are some big yucks in here, to be honest with you. So I'm not quite sure, not quite sure. But I, I guess it is in a season where there's so much good stuff. Yeah then um, a really good show feels kind of average anyway. You know, it's it's the way it is. We will have an interesting time, I think, at the end of season five, looking at our own ratings. Yeah. We of, will. Uh, of this. I don't think the listener will, but we definitely will. <laughs> okay, um, more to say, have you? I'm all done. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much for that, Steve. I enjoyed it a great deal. Thank you very much, listener. We enjoyed you listening to us. I hope the experience was bearable. Um <laughs> Please uh, do uh, take the time to write and review, and, and we hope that you listen to us again next week. Until then, uh, goodbye. See you.